0: Listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, our Lord, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our sermon this morning is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 15 through 23. Here ends our reading. Now we all know there's a lot of great things we can say about kids. But you know, one of the great things is their sense of imagination, isn't it? Their sense of wonder. They can be out playing or in a house playing and they play the parts of kings and generals, of of king, queens, of astronauts, of pro athletes, and the list can go on and on. They just Play pretend, as we could say, using their imagination. Our grandsons love to build with Legos. And we had a few sets around our house of Legos, but with their playing, it became evident that the pieces were being commingled. So rather than trying to separate the pieces, we just took all the pieces and put them in one big box. And so now, rather than looking at the picture, what they sometimes do to build something, they oftentimes just... Use their imagination. They build what they want to build, rather than following the directions. And so it is. Kids think about possibilities, don't they? Sky's the limit. But you know, as we get older, reality starts to kick in, doesn't it? Maybe I'm not going to be president after all. The odds are that I'll play for the Packers are, frankly, pretty slim, aren't they? You climb up the professional ladder, and then one day you come to see that you've gone as high as you're going to get, and from that point on, best, you do your best just to hang on. The same goes for your health. You grow a while in height and strength, but then it becomes a matter of maintenance, and you start looking good for your age. So it seems that the further along you get in life, the less you think about success, the more you gear yourself for survival. Now, that's not all bad, because with age and time comes wisdom. And along the way, people find out it really doesn't matter if you become king of the hill. You come to see that the best things in life are the simple things. Friends, family, church. You find there's no need for this lavish feast or a multi-million dollar home. For a simple meal among loved ones, would be just great. We thank God for those simple gifts. But having said that, we should never completely lose the childlike sense of adventure and wonder, because there's opportunities all around us. Whether as individuals or as a church, we remember that even if we go in the wrong direction, we can always make a U-turn. And on the other hand, There's no reason to rest on laurels to think a glorious past is our peak. There's a brighter future in front, doors are opening all around us, and no matter what happens, better things are on the way. Don't get me wrong, as Lutherans, we don't harbor any illusions, right, because human nature this side of the grave is never going to improve. No matter how many laws they pass, no matter how many self-improvement books we read, no matter if we ultimately find a vaccine for the coronavirus, when we look at ourselves in the mirror of the law, we are painfully aware that original sin remains with us. As St. Paul said in Romans 7 the good that we would, we don't do. And that which we don't want to do, we end up doing. And isn't that frustrating? But there's hope. That's what the ascension is all about. You will note that the ascension of Jesus is included in each of the three ecumenical creeds. The ascension isn't some unimportant, but the ascension is considered a cardinal doctrine to our faith. We celebrate the fact that Jesus has risen into heaven, has been crowned King of Kings. The essentially reminds us that the one who rules over us really is one of us. Our brother, a man from Nazareth, has been promoted. A member of our family has made it to the top of the ladder. Someone who knows the sorrows and our frustrations and our temptations. Now he sits at the right hand of God. Our Lord ascended into heaven to descend fully into this world, into the lives of His people. Jesus has entered his glory, it says, in such a way that he knows everything, is able to do everything, is present for all his creatures, and has under his feet and in his hands all that is in heaven and on earth and under the earth, not only as God, but also a human creature. Thus says the epitome to the Formula F conquered. Because all things are under his feet. Christ is there with us. Christ is with us when all the nastiness and the ugliness of this life tramples us under its feet. that fact bodes well for us and for our future. You could say that now we're sort of the insiders. It's, it's like being a worker in a company that just happens to be owned by your uncle. It's sort of like being the coach's son. Call it an unfair advantage, if you will, but a man who happens to be our best friend rules in heavenly glory. He made it to the top and has every intention of bringing us along with him. And listen to what Jesus himself says about ascending, about assuming all power and authority in heaven and earth. In John 14, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. In Matthew 28, Jesus said, I am with you always to the end of the world. In Hebrews 13, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And these words become all the more precious to us because through them we understand that Christ is alive that Christ is ruling, that Christ is present with us. It doesn't matter how far down we go in this life, we cannot go down so far that Jesus is not there to meet us face to face. Every time our shadow, our shattered hearts have cried out with the psalmist, out of the depths have I cried to you, O Lord, From deeper within those depths, comes the voice of our Savior. Out of the depths have I loved you and prayed for you, my precious child. Down into our world, down into the ocean of our tears, down into the sewers of our shame, down into the rubble of our broken dreams, The Lord of life descends to save us, bring us home, to heal us with His merciful touch. As you read the scriptures, it's full of sadness. The most tragic story is at the beginning. And it isn't a story about plague and or pestilence or pandemic about rape or murder, exile or wandering, but it's a story about a simple act of disobedience. Adam and Eve, they had it all. They were the king and queen of creation having dominion over the earth. And then the story tells us they fell. And when they fell, it was like falling off a cliff. And they kept falling down, down, and farther down, made in God's image. Man came to worship images in the form of men, and be spurred in creeping things. And so it is. Sin has brought down the sons of Adam and the daughters of Eve. Sin has made us trivial, for when we put others down, we only show just how small-minded we become. When we take what isn't ours, we show how we become enslaved to ordinary things that have no real meaning. When we covet and crave, we demonstrate how empty we really are inside. When we put so much focus on our clothes, and our appearance, we show that we have much to cover up. And when we harm others, we become less like kings and queens and more like petty dictators and cheap thugs. But in the ascension, we see the light. The heavens have opened. And now, not even the sky is a limit. For Christ, through his death, has taken our smallness and he's taken our pettiness upon himself. And though we ignored him and thought we can go our own way and we know better, he was devoted to us. And though we mocked him, he was big enough to take it. And though we looked down on him, he lifted us up. By his resurrection he restored the fallen race and by his ascension he gives a glimpse of our future glory apart from sin and its meanness. He shows us life where hearts become soft and people become big-hearted. Our sins have made us lower than the beasts, but even now the angels envy us. So pity the world's principalities and powers. Feel bad for the stars who don't know what we know. They just sort of strut around not knowing they're just plain dress-up. Meanwhile, we're in line for a promotion that makes theirs seem like child's play. Since our Lord wore a crown of thorns, we'll wear a crown of life. And so in spite of all that's going on with the pandemic, i encourage you to go ahead and embrace the future. Consider the possibilities. Open the doors and walk through them. Because and know that the Lord has great plans for each of you. And the Lord has Great plans for Hope Congregation. We have a friend in Jesus, because Jesus ascended into the highest heaven. We will too. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.